Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. John calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loved six times in his gospel account, and not because he was so full of himself, but because he had this profound sense of Jesus' love for him in spite of his lack of lovability. John knew he was loved, and that is the best thing to know about yourself. It's not surprising then that this beloved John would write three letters whose primary instruction is to love one another because love is from God. That's what he says in 1 John 4, 7. 1 John is the longest of his three letters. In fact, the very short 2nd and 3rd John are typical lengths for letters in the first century because they would have filled up an entire sheet of papyrus, which was the paper of the day. John's language and vocabulary in 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John are super simple and quite repetitive. In fact, so much so that 1st John is usually the first book of the Bible that Greek students learn how to read. And this simplicity is like a breath of fresh air for a simple guy like me, especially after reading something like Paul's letter to the Romans or the book of Hebrews with its high language. John's simple and repetitive vocabulary tell us a lot about what he wants to write to us about in his first letter. For example, he wants us to believe that Jesus is God's Son. He uses that word son 22 times. He wants us to remain or abide. He uses that word 24 times, to remain in Christ. He wants us to know God personally. He uses that word know 40 times. He wants us to obey the commandment 14 times, to love 46 times one another. Which is another way to say, walking in the light rather than the darkness of sin. Sin, a word he uses 27 times. Well, John's first letter is a response to the insidious teaching of some false prophets. We don't know precisely what these false prophets were teaching, but we do know the three primary points John makes in his letter, which can appropriately be assumed was John's rebuttal to the false prophet's teachings. So, 1 John focuses on these three primary arguments. First, Jesus really is the incarnate Son of God. Second, Christians are called to love one another. And third, Christians are called out of the darkness of sin and into the light of Christ. John's whole argument hinges on the reality that Jesus really is the incarnate Son of God. If this isn't true, nothing else John writes matters. And this is why he begins his letter referring to his experience of seeing Jesus with his own eyes, of hearing Jesus and touching Jesus with his own hands. 
In other words, Jesus was God with skin on. God whose life was revealed to humankind, as he says in chapter 1, verse 2. The God whom John ate breakfast with, rode across the Galilean Sea with, and the one whom John sat and listened to day after day, teaching in the courtyards and on the hillsides. John urges his readers to love one another. What does that look like? Well, he writes in chapter 3, verse 16, We know love by this, that he, Jesus, laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. He puts this more succinctly in chapter 4, verse 8. He simply says, God is love. Loving one another, apparently, had become optional in some circles, or at least according to these false prophets John was refuting. John writes, Whoever says, I am in the light, while hating a brother or sister, is still in the darkness. Whoever loves a brother or sister lives in the light. That's in chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. We come across this super challenging verse in chapter 3, verse 6, where John writes, No one who abides in Christ sins. Hmm. Well, I'm writing you today confident that I do abide in Christ, and yet I sin. I can readily agree with the Apostle Paul, who writes in Romans chapter 7, verse 15, I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. So what does John mean that no one who abides in Christ sins? Well, some Bible translations have taken the appropriate interpretive step of rendering that verse like this. No one who abides in Christ keeps on sinning. Or the message, as usual, hits home in its paraphrase. No one who lives deeply in Christ makes a practice of sin. This is John's point. Abiding in Jesus necessarily results in a growing capacity for love of others and a growing aversion for sin. Sin is just antithetical to the children of God, and that is what we are. John's second letter has been called a miniature First John, addressing many of the same themes, but with more brevity. While First John was written to John's own church community, Second John was written to a sister church nearby. The elect lady and her children, to whom the second letter is addressed, could either be literally a leading woman and her disciples in this neighboring church, or it could be a reference to the sister church herself. Either way, John seeks to warn them of these false prophets who are on the loose. John's third letter is the shortest book in the Bible, a letter addressed to his friend Gaius. The primary concern in these 15 brief verses is hospitality, particularly hospitality toward those who are preaching and teaching the gospel. It strikes me that hospitality is a perfect expression of God's love. Think about that. We read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 13, But now, in Christ Jesus, 
You who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. The hospitality of God is this. While we were far off, strangers to God's covenant, God invited us in and adopted us as his own daughters and sons. That is hospitality. That is love. And that is what the beloved John knew and heard and felt and saw from Jesus himself, which is why he could write, Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. That's 1 John 4, 11. So friends, as you read these three letters from the beloved disciple, know that you read as God's beloved children. Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.